Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. When you're running the screen to a bigger screen than what that is, it well, uses, more, the... uses more RAM. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. But it... no, he knows a lot about RAM. Yeah, RAM. Like the Dodge car or like just ramming? Just ramming in general. Uh-huh. All, all kinds of RAM. He, he always fucks with the Dodge truck. <laughs> <laughs> Better than bestiality, if you ask me. Better than fucking a RAM? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rather fuck a truck than a RAM. Just right in the tailpipe, huh? <laughs> That's actual thing, though, that people have. Are they sexually attracted to vehicles? <laughs> oh, yeah, there have been people who've married their car. Yeah, what's his name? Madison Jeffries? <laughs> Welcome to this issue of Mexman. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today is our 50th episode, and we're going to be going over Deadly Genesis Part 1. Yeah, because it's so seminal. <laughs> You're seminal. <laughs> you slut. <laughs> I think you're thinking of seminal. Seaman! <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen that South Park where the, the Aquaman character and they keep on calling him Seaman? He's like, it's Seaman! <laughs> I didn't, but that's great. <laughs> Thank you, Seaman! Seaman! <laughs> uh, yeah, happy so you, 50, guys. Happy 50. <laughs> we made it. Almost a year, <laughs> which is like my favorite part of this. It's not even a year yet; it's just before. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, 50. it's almost like two years for us. We just lost a year's uh, worth no. of content. Yeah, yeah, basically. So could have been our hundredth episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. So getting right into it. Yeah, get right into it. So the cover of this, though, is a play off the uh, giant cover last week. Yeah, the giant sets, except they're all skeletons. That's pretty dope. I like that they did that callback there. Because it's a deadly Genesis. Yeah, even though... Which they said it then, too, yeah, right? I thought that was supposed to be second Genesis, but they said deadly Genesis on that as well. So this is the second deadly Genesis. Yeah, But I it's mean, the third, because they did second Genesis like in the middle of the book. Well, <laughs> I still feel like that was the first Genesis. No, I think they meant in terms of like the X-Men, Being born. and that that's the second iteration of the X-Men. It's like a new beginning of X-Men with yeah. Nightcrawler and Wolverine and Storm and Colossus. I mean, Thunderbird. Come on. He, he's about Who, to die. That? I never heard of that guy. I mean, yeah. I'm just saying they should retroactively go back and rename X-Men number one Genesis. Yeah, you'd think. They're just like, nah. You'll get it. Yeah. <laughs> just Stanley. <laughs> Just uh, he planned for there to be several genocides, so he named the first one the first Genesis. Or this should have just been named the Deadly Er, pretty much Genesis. Yeah. So anyway, uh, it starts with Scott and Hank just talking about life on their terrace about. <laughs> life, yeah, the life of a giant sentinel <laughs> that's sitting on their front lawn, and, and a and a genocide, the second, genocide well, biggest it. mutant genocide, but the second mutant genocide, because uh, Genosha being the first one, yeah, it does start. Is Genosha funny. the the first like biggest in the comic, like the biggest genocide? 16 For million 
Mutants. For mutants? Yeah, I feel like M-Day would no, be no. bigger. That's what I said. I said that was bigger than Genosha, but it was technically the second genocide to happen. So, first biggest, second in order of date. Second genocide, I used to always play Sonic on that. Second genocide? Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny because I was already thinking Sega Genesis and now you're bringing up Sonic. <laughs> genocide. <laughs> Yeah, when you say it nice like that, it just sounds great. <laughs> I know it sounds lovely. <laughs> it it sounds like uh like another type of sports drink, like Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Try new Coke's genocide. <laughs> well, that sounds like a video game soft drink. That's like competing with uh game fuel, game fuel <laughs> for Mountain Dew. Which is like Mountain Dew was already the drink of gamers, and they were like, we need to come out with a different drink, with a more, also for gamers. A more expensive drink, that's what it was. <laughs> They're competing yeah. with their own market. This one's red. <laughs> just just call it Cherry Mountain Dew, you lazy bastards. It sold better. Like, wouldn't you buy a Cherry Mountain Dew, but instead you got Code Red, which is just Cherry Mountain Dew, but for some reason it doesn't taste as good as Cherry Mountain Dew? No, because you want to taste Code. Yeah. It sounds cooler. Yeah. Joe. feel like you're in. You're in something. <laughs> you're like in on a secret when you're buying Code Red. Is that why you never buy Code Red? Yeah. Because <laughs> you're the only one fucking buying Code Red. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Scott's like, man, yeah, this this is crazy. Sentinel's just hovering around us and Beast's like, nah, I mean, that sucks, but not that, like. I was just thinking about how we lost all those mutants from M-Day and all that. And, like, wondering, where did the power go? Because, like, it had to have gone somewhere. And then you see in space a wrecked shuttle and... I thought you said erect. (laughs) Erect. And erect shuttle. (laughs) Just a giant... That shuttle is hard. It's that uh, it's that spaceship from Austin Powers. <laughs> looks like a big, hard throbbing cock. <laughs> well, they, well, most rockets kind of do. Like that's the whole point of them is to look direct and. That's the whole point like of rockets <laughs> to look like dicks. Yeah, that's the whole point to, to literally fuck the sky. Humans <laughs> found a way to fuck the sky and outer space. They do blast off, so yeah. <laughs> a lot of things in common over here. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't know why uh, they illustrate some crazy energy signature outside of Earth. Unless they're referencing, like, because it's weird. They reference something that happened a little while ago, but the ener- energy signature is happening in that moment. Maybe like Goku is pulling in for a spirit bomb. Right? Just a random cameo? Yeah, I mean, they did with Frieza. Yeah. <laughs> Well, later they do with Frieza. Uh, and then, so we see like a, a wrecked shuttle and that NASA's trying to communicate with the people who are obviously dead. And uh, next to it is like some landmass that's also, as we know, Krakoa. Because of course it is. Because that got shot into space when Polaris was like, no more gravity for you. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah, I mean, 
They just decided that, that was island a... didn't have gravity no more. Oh, we've been over this. It's because that's how magnets work. Yeah. You made it sound like she just grounded him. <laughs> well, he was a bad boy. No more gravity for you, Kokoa. <laughs> yeah, basically. Makes like a YouTube video for breaking gravity. I mean, also the Summers brother crossed streams to shoot into a magnetic vagina. But I don't know how that also stopped gravity from working. Somehow it did because it went to the core of the earth. They just blasted the hole so she can get in there. They created the <laughs> That's what it was. They created the vagina and then Polaris did the work. No, like the, the magnetic waves kind of made a, a vagina looking thing in the panel is what I was talking about. So it was a, But yeah. Oh, I see what's going on here. Yeah, they crossed streams, and they, they shot it right into... It's like Ghostbusters. <laughs> Kirk only doesn't know who its dad is. I'm just <laughs> getting that. But uh, anyway, birth from Kakoa is somehow their brother. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Vulcan. I mean, if they don't know this by now, then oops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just... Uh... So everybody knows there's going to be a mystery guy. <laughs> these whole three issues that we're doing in this episode. And we're just going to tell you who it is. Yeah, it's Vulcan. I mean, they nope. tell you who it is. Vulcan. We know it's Vulcan, but you we know, don't Gabriel know. Gabriel Summers. Who, yeah, we don't know that yet. Oh, well, shoot. <laughs> and now you do. <laughs> so anyway, he uh, he straight up is reborn. From, like, the dirt of Krakoa, it looks like. And uh, he goes into the shuttle, and he sees all the fucked up astronauts. He's like, what the hell happened to you guys? That's nuts. And then he looks at the date and is like, no way. This is the 21st century. That's insane. Which, think, how long has it been? Like, six years or some shit like that? Uh, technically... Um, technically, six years in 2005 was the difference between centuries. So well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like because he's like, it's a new century, and it's like uh, it hasn't really been that long. It's yeah. like one of those people. It's like I'll see you next year. Yeah, when it's gonna be like five minutes, you know. So people you hate, yeah, people we all hate. <laughs> that's why he's acting like, and it's like, uh, dude, you're not that. You haven't been. You're not like Captain America asleep for forty years. It's been what five years or something. Like, but also, like, that's if you're taking the sliding time scale into account. But like, yeah, yeah. sometimes all- they're weird with that where they're like, yeah, it's been. 50 years. We've only aged four years, but it's been 50 years. Yeah, and that's what he's like. He's like, it's hit, he's hit with the shock of like, it's been, you know. One week since you looked at me. <laughs> oh Fuck <God>. you. <laughs> no. Uh, since. Uh, <laughs> since Giant Size, it's been like 40 years. About. Yeah. So maybe he's like, holy shit, it's been 40 years, but also not. Because I the, the sliding time scale doesn't exactly make sense because everyone's always in the contemporary time that it is throughout I mean, comics. Maybe it's like in the first episode of Futurama when Fry gets frozen and put like a thousand years in the future and they tell him it's the year 3000. He's like, oh my God, a million years. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe uh, Vulcan has fry brain. It had to have been like, what, 10 years max? So Vulcan's his own grandparent? Yeah, I mean, by now, the way it's structured, sure. But also sure. 
Wilkins' own grandparent. <laughs> well, because you said Fry Brain, and the reason Fry's brain is the way it is in Futurama, because he fucked his grandma and made himself. <laughs> Ew. Uh, no, he, Vulcan, he gets, like, microwaved, right? Like, into being bigger, faster, like, just older, quicker. You would be, the, be a better oh, yeah. slave. You would be the Vulcan expert yeah. here. Yeah. So that's got to fuck with your brain. He was like an infant, and they were like, yeah. now you're 20. He's a, yeah. he's a baby hot pocket. <laughs> <laughs> he's still cold on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why he's so bad. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, Vulcan sees that it's later, and he gets real mad. And then... Uh, Which I think you should probably be happy he's alive, but yeah. he's just mad. And then we get some exposition from Nightcrawler and Colossus where they're reminiscing about the good old days when they first met and how nice Xavier was to them. <laughs> and then, like, oh, I wonder where that guy is. We haven't seen him since M-Day. We hope he's okay. So you know that, like, the X-Men are looking for Xavier and also that they're thinking about the book that this is based on. Like, tying, like, oh, remember Giant Size X-Men? Because this is going to connect to that a lot. Yeah, they kind of go back and show the scenes of, like, remember when you first met Xavier and they showed Nightcrawler running away from the mob? Yeah, a smarter Nightcrawler than what we actually yeah. read, where he's straight up like, I'll take your punches. Yeah. And headbutt <laughs> off the top rope. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Can we, we, we can't go one week without referencing Chris Benoit. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, it would I would think it was me that was the problem, but it's not just me. Hey, I didn't mention the name. You brought him up. Speaking of head injuries, Emma Frost. <laughs> she's uh, she's on Cerebro looking around for mutants as they do because mutants are gone. And they're also looking for Xavier. And they see a giant uh, energy spike. And it's an Omega level mutant. So they're like, maybe that's Xavier or a different mutant. Uh, and then she gets the cerebro braingasm that happens. Because, of course, it always fucking happens when someone's on cerebro. Uh, yeah, I think they'd make that thing safer by now. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kitty happens to be there. So she gets, like, residual psychic uh, imagery from Emma when Emma gets hit with this psychic bomb. And so she sees that there's a shuttle that's coming through the atmosphere, but instead of going toward Houston where it should be, it's going to upstate New York. Yeah, we, we should mention that this story takes place uh, right in the middle of uh, Whedon's Astonishing Run. Yeah, because we were just thinking, isn't she in a giant bullet by now? And apparently not. Yeah, and it also explains why it's the everybody we see is from the Astonishing team. Yeah, it's that era. Yeah. Although it does make me wonder, of reading all of Astonishing, they never fucking... Mentioned this stuff, yeah. Yeah, and, and Astonishing happened, like, uh, House of M happened a little bit before this, would have been, like, towards the beginning of Whedon's run. Yeah, it would have been really important. His whole thing was he wanted to make it a standalone Whedon's run. He wanted it to be, like, no tie-ins, kind of its own thing. Which is weird that they made, like... 50 issues of Astonishing running off of that. Well, yeah. he, he stopped at like, what, 22 or 26 or something like 20, that? He stopped when he rocketed her in the off giant of the size. And then Warren Ellis took it over for a while. Yeah, and then yeah. he actually tied in a bunch of stuff from M-Day. Yeah, which he 
two guys that got me tooed. Oh, because <laughs> was it? Yeah, Warren Ellis just got the whole me tooed thing. What did he do, tooed? He pulled the Joss Whedon. Oh, uh, <laughs> that's so funny. He follows him in X Men and then in crime. What did Joss Whedon do? Same thing as Warren Ellis. What did, what did <laughs> Warren Ellis do? It was they were uh, using their power to have sex with people that worked for them. They were like, I don't you know if I need more explanation. While <laughs> <laughs> holding a scepter, <laughs> it's very uh, comic booky, but terrible. It's a horrible crime. It's got I Loki's scepter. Yeah, <laughs> they had the Loki poke stick. So Loki pokey. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, uh, speaking of sex offenders, Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing in uh, in Joe Kelly's Deadpool that I've been reading. He, Deadpool does call Wolverine out for always taking on young women. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Kitty, um, updates Cyclops as they're rushing Emma to, I guess, the infirmary of the mansion. And then Scott puts together a team of Wolverine and Rachel to go find out, you know, what this thing is. Uh, and Wolverine's all like, hey, this, I'm all for leaving in a Blackbird to go find, you know, Professor Xavier or whoever this person may be. But, like, how are we going to get past the Sentinels? And Cyclops, like, don't worry. Hank and I figured something out. And he just, like, banks around the Sentinel. And then Wolverine's like, yeah, that's great, but they're going to follow us. And he's like, oh, ye of little faith, watch this. And then he throws, like, some weird heat signature things out the back of the Blackbird. And he's like, now they don't know what direction they're, we're going in. They're called missiles. They didn't look like missiles. They looked like little balls. I think they were, because he was just shooting out missiles to get the heat signature after him. Unless they're just showing the back of them, so they, they're really rounded. But, like, yeah. they. I That's just, what I assumed, but. I looked at him and I was like, oh, that looks weird. Maybe he was just shooting balls. Yeah. It's uh, kind of like the oldest trick in the book. He made it sound like it was some crazy thing he did. Yeah. <laughs> look how smart I am. Yeah, if Me you, and Hank came up with this. Most of my <laughs> idea. If you look at it real close, there it's the front of a missile and you can see fins. Poking out. All right. It's just the aspect ratio. That's right. We did say, you know, dicks piercing the sky and all that stuff. But it'd, have to, <laughs> it'd have to be a shaft. Everything's a dick. You've seen Alien. <laughs> yeah, everything's a dick. <laughs> so how are we designing this thing? Everything's <laughs> a dick. The tongue, it's a dick. The tongue is a dick. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, the plot to Alien is a vagina spider face fucks a dick into a guy's stomach. Oh, God. That's terrible. That's really painful. Alien. I mean, also, you watch it and it's really painful looking. Yeah. Anyway. Justin has nothing to add to this. No. I'm going to let this one pass. <laughs> so, Nightcrawler, what's he doing during all this? Oh, nothing. <laughs> what about Kitty? Noth- nothing yet. Uh, so, anyway. Uh, they shoot past the Sentinels and all that stuff happens. And then Kitty is like washing her face because like she just watched Emma Frost have a weird orgasm and is like, I can't get that out of my brain. Because she's now having thoughts of like, I thought I was straight, you know. 
And then she looks in the mirror and sees the corpse of Colossus behind her and freaks out. But then sees it's actually just Peter himself. And she's like, never mind. Which is... I am straight. Which is... (laughs) I see. I think you're misreading that. It's clearly a metaphor for (laughs) Dick is dead to her now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she hugs him. So, but okay. (laughs) Well, it's literally a dead Peter. (laughs) Coincidence? I think not. I think not. (laughs) And they say we're all sex jokes. (laughs) So... Uh, <laughs> it did say she got mind fucked. <laughs> yeah. Not the first time Emma did that. No. Kind of her thing. So anyway, Nightcrawler is just hanging out in the woods like he does, and then suddenly he's being chased by a mob that's a, that's a ghost mob. And he's like, oh no. It's ghost town. And uh, so, so Nightcrawler... Apparently can't notice that a mob is a is a ghost mob. Yeah. Well, he's focused on owls. That's all he can focus on. Oh. I didn't even notice the owl thing. Yeah, he's like, oh, an owl? At this time of day? He's Almost like, night? Barely sunset. <laughs> yeah, he's like, the sun just came down. <laughs> like, owls are never up this This early. is nuts. Yeah, and it's drawn. It's, it's nighttime. <laughs> He's like, how dare this owl be out here? Next, I'm going to see a bat. <laughs> so, yeah, he he starts running because angry ghost mob. And then he's like, oh, no, don't hurt me. And then they disappear. And he's like, oh, that was really weird. I will tell no one. <laughs> Let me just keep that to myself. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the X-Men who are out in the field, Wolverine, Cyclops, and Marvel Girl, who's Rachel... And uh, I don't know why I just said and. <laughs> they, they're in the uh, Blackbird and they're like, well, we found the shuttle because a big old earth hand is just like clutching it. And Wolverine's Checking like. Checking it off. Because <laughs> everything's dicks. That's exactly it. Uh and Wolverine's like, I smell something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big old hand. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> they get there and they're like, all right, so safe to say this probably isn't Xavier then, but we got to go check out what this is. And Cyclops all like, uh, here I thought Rachel was the only one who could read minds. <laughs> that was a re- weird line. Yeah, that joke's never been used before. <laughs> he's been he's been waiting on that one. <laughs> he's like, guys, it's my first joke. <laughs> he's just like winking at him, but they can't tell. <laughs> get it? Or the creepier <laughs> half the visor closes. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Banshee is investigating for Beast. Uh, Beast asked him to go to uh, Muir Island. To check around uh, Moira's lab and stuff for any sign of uh, Xavier. Because I guess she's missing too. That's got to be... That's poor planning, right? You're like, your name's Moira. And you set up on Mir. Mir Island? Yeah. Yeah. You just did that to annoy people. Yes, Claremont did. (laughs) Yeah. He does a lot of things to annoy people. Except back in the day, all the alliteration. Moira Mir? Moira McTaggart. But yeah, Mir Island is... Yeah, it's weird. 
like Sally sells seashells. Where? <laughs> By the seashells. <laughs> Where, damn you? <laughs> Suspense was killing me. <laughs> Where's that little bitch selling her seashells? She doesn't have a permit. <laughs> oh, we checked the docks. <laughs> She's not there. We uh we checked that spot that you told us to find Shelly at and her corpse was discovered this morning. <laughs> Sorry, she's dead. <laughs> Turns out she wasn't paying attention to the tide, just drowned. <laughs> Turns out Shelly just wasn't selling seashells. She was selling smack. <laughs> <laughs> That's also it's Sally. He keeps saying <laughs> Shelly. <laughs> they were partners. <laughs> And the law, of, law and order theme starts. So anyway, uh, Banshee's investigating for Beast, and he's all like, "Man, it's so weird. My dick still gets hard in our bed." Yeah, why did they send Banshee of all the people? Because <laughs> he's like, "I could. It's it's like she's still here, but like uh, she's not." And then he's like, "Wait a minute, never mind." <laughs> Because like, he sees her figure outside. In our relationship, I was the screamer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the implications of that. <laughs> oh, no. I just thought of that, that reverse missionary position. <laughs> the Amazon. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Have you heard of that, Justin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, if, you're, if you don't know... It's basically... Just Google it. Just, yeah. Just Google, Google it. it. Just, or just, what's the opposite of missionary? <laughs> and no, it's not Calgary. And it's, it's not really the opposite of missionary. It's more of like the opposite of jackhammer. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Or it's missionary, but in the opposite order. Uh, anyway, so the X-Men are investigating the crash, and they see Jean. And Rachel's like... Yeah, when do they not see Jean? Mom? <laughs> and runs and they're like no we've been through this so many times <laughs> so many times when she comes back from the dead she calls us yes there's fire involved that's an old costume you're freaking out <laughs> she doesn't come out of the ground at least they were smart enough though everybody else was like huh they see a dead person and they're like fine with it no well, cyclops could barely see with the glasses on and then wolverine could smell <laughs> That's not. That doesn't smell like your girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) He's like wife. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, uh, Vulcan. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. I I was trying to think of Rachel. So Rachel uh, ran in there only to get fucked up because she reemerges in Vulcan's hand, like just getting choked. Some good artwork though. I like that. Like half of them is shadowed. You see just one glowing eye. Yeah. Like cable. And so then, as they should, Wolverine and Cyclops are like, well, we got to beat this guy up, and they attack him. Because that that means he's a he's a bad ditter. His Cyclops is like, nobody chokes a gray that's not me besides Wolverine. <laughs> and then Wolverine's like, well, I mean, I, I prefer to stab. <laughs> stabby, stabby. <laughs> anyway, uh... Back to Banshee, because it just keeps going back and forth between these two at this point. As much as I like Cyclops, I do imagine some girl telling him that she likes getting choked, and he's like, I just don't want to hurt you. 
I, you know what? I agree with that. I'm, I'm so anti-choking. You've never choked somebody. I've, I've choked someone sparring. <laughs> Is that what you're calling Did it? Did you come? <laughs> no. It was a, it's not the same thing. It was thing. a weird naked choke. <laughs> oh, it was, was it? Mine was a, <laughs> mine was a real naked choke. <laughs> a real naked choke. I just can't imagine to be like, okay... Because sex is so awesome, you know? And it's like, you're just appreciating that they're having sex with you in that moment. Why would you want to then go, thank you for that, and just grab their throat? Like <laughs> That's not how it happens. They ask you. It's their idea. That would still take you me out of it. You just go around choking random <laughs> people. <laughs> that would still take me out of it. Just like, I don't know. I don't want to, like, almost murder you. <laughs> then learn how to choke. <laughs> That's the problem. I know how to choke. <laughs> like a, a girl I'm a trained martial artist. I a know girl how to asks choke. you to choke her, and you just got your forearm <laughs> against <laughs> like this. <laughs> uh, gurgle twice if I'm doing it right. Uh, anyway, <laughs> are we gonna get canceled for any of this? <laughs> All the choke talk was consensual. We, we, <laughs> yes. Only oh. consensual choking. We get more press than we ever imagined, and it's all negative. At this point, we we can't be canceled. Yeah. It would only be good for our careers. Uh, anyway, so it turns out like it, Moira has like this weird ghost that Banshee is following, and then it just leads him to this file room of like uh, Atrax. He's like. Golden oldies. Yeah. He's like, this is definitely not from the 80s. That's another weird thing, right? They still, like, it's supposed to be a time period that slides, you, you know, the whole sliding timeline. Yeah. But they're obviously using technology that's old as fuck. Because that straight up looks like uh, one of those actual tape deck tape recorders later when they find it. That, like... Yeah, I mean, maybe that was totally used in the early 2000s, late 90s. Maybe they just have a shit budget. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's still uh, computers in schools that are from, like, the 80s. Banshee was old when he started, and so was Xavier, though, so that makes sense. Yeah. It could be from their past. So you take it, or guess Moira is probably older, too. Or is she just into old dudes? She's definitely into old dudes. <laughs> well, no, they went to college together, right? Her and Xavier? Yeah, but I feel like like she was going to college, and he went to a college <laughs> to find creeping. college girls. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was 47, like, at that college looking for women. Like, do you go to this school? I go to a school. <laughs> I own it. I'm, I come to this school. <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> I said nothing about attending classes. Uh, all right. Um, so, anyway... Banshee, he he ends up in that file room, just like, oh, no ghost here, but evidence, maybe? Of what? I don't know yet. And then back to Vulcan, just beating up Scott and Logan, because they're, they're trying real hard. Like, he, like, shoots a lightning bolt at Wolverine, and then Cyclops is like, optic blast, and he's like, talk to the hand, and he makes the optic blast swirl around, and he's like taste your own optic blast and then wolverine gets hit again <laughs> and then cyclops is hit by it 
And I thought he wasn't supposed to get hurt by his own optic blast, but they decided, nah. No, yeah, he's not supposed to. But I guess it didn't he show got him. Fucked Maybe up. he hit him in that one spot. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like, he just decapitates Cyclops. <laughs> it didn't show him in pain, though. Yeah, it did. Because he basically faints. He, he gets knocked back into that rock and shit. Maybe it was the rock. It's always the rock. <laughs> Ooh, no, I think they shot Wolverine into him. I just thought they got hit both at the same time. If uh, I mean, it could be, but uh, it kind of looks like Wolverine was shot into the ground and then Cyclops blew back Cyclops. Got blasted away, yeah. Yeah. Because it shows, it cuts immediately to Wolverine being hurt, not Cyclops. Yeah, and he's all like, I'm going to kill you. And he's like, no, you ain't. And then he smashes more lightning on him. Because <laughs> while uh, Cyclops and Havoc's powers don't hurt each other, they are hurt by uh, Vulcan's powers. Yeah. Also, like, Wolverine weighs a lot, so he would yeah. get thrown in Cyclops. But that was a really dope Yeah, but he was thrown into the ground. Yeah, but, like, he's, I mean, like, 400 pounds or something. Sure. So, maybe you Aftershock. Yeah, but he doesn't touch him. Ground. Whatever. It's, <laughs> it's a panel. They do whatever they want in panels and then say other things. Um, so then that that happens, and then Vulcan's like, I don't need this guy, so he could, he could be dead. Um, this chick, though, seems like her powers are a little like stronger than I gave her credit for, so she's useful. And then obviously I'm going to need Cyclops here, so then he just sort of drags Cyclops <laughs> and Rachel I like how he's like, cave. her powers are way stronger than I thought they were. But you knock her out in like two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and he and he was like, I shut off her brain, sort of, for a little bit. And they're just like, oh. It's like, why are you choking her then? <laughs> <laughs> that seems a bit rude. He's, he's just into it. <laughs> it's just sort of my thing. <laughs> On the summers, he was into weird sex stuff. <laughs> and Scott's like, oh. <laughs> thought that was me I mean no Scott technically he doesn't even have sex with his pants on <laughs> that's weird in a different way like he's the one who has the super repressed sex yeah he didn't actually uh, big up Marvel Girl yet about her powers he well, says we're gonna need I guess we'll have a use for you cause Scott's like doesn't remember him he's like oh you don't remember me Oh, yeah. that's perfect I guess there's a use for the girl after all yeah that's right um, and then back to Ghost Moira. Well, not so Ghost Moira. <laughs> she was a ghost in the recording. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Back to Banshee, and he's watching a recording of one of the file files, and she's like, okay, so you have to remember, Xavier is a douche. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, future me, remember Xavier sucks. Because for some reason you keep forgetting. I have no idea why. <laughs> that panel that Kitty thought about at the beginning of Astonishing still works. Uh, and then Wolverine wakes up after having healed and he's surrounded by Sentinels and one soldiers or O-N-E. <laughs> no, I, was, I was thinking he's surrounded by one Sentinel. <laughs> There's several soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, ah, fuck. Because, you know, they sent out surge parties for them after they had left. And then uh, we get a little a short story of Petra, um, who's a mutant who can uh, manipulate Earth. 
and it like shows uh, that she's an earthbender. Yeah, basically. So she got her powers when she was like hiking with her family, and then suddenly there was like a rock slide, and it murdered everyone but her. Yep. Crazy way to Seems learn you have superpowers. Happen. You have like a fifty percent chance of killing your family when you get your powers, and you living. Yeah, well, well, that's something too, right? That she doesn't know if she caused it or if she just protected herself. But then, like, she had the ability to protect her parents then, and she or in her brother, but didn't because she didn't know how. I yeah. mean, for all we know, there's uh, like eight out of ten times that a mutant discovers his powers, he kills himself and his entire family. Oh, right. But like, nobody bothers to check, so there's not stories about them. It's crazy how few people Cyclops has killed. Yeah, you considering think he definitely his power. Somebody. Yeah, even the one person he thought he did kill, they retcon to be like, "Oh no, he didn't die." Oh, sinister, right? And in fact, he came back as like some weird villain. That's well, it was a person, but sinister influenced it, and I think he even like made the person kind of a villain afterwards. I thought sinister was like fucking with his mind and make him think he killed somebody when he didn't. Yeah, it's in uh those first class books. Yeah. So I don't know if those are canon or not, but they're so. they're pretty cool. But uh. Yeah, because she does that. She, like, with her parents. And then the third short story we'll get into, it's the same thing. Same story. And then yeah. you go to uh, Tildy in Astonishing. Same thing. See, I was more I was more weirded out, though, that uh, once we get into the Darwin story, his mom happens to accident- accidentally burn the house down on the one night he's there. That bitch was trying to kill him. Maybe. That's weird, because she was also making money off him. But anyway, <laughs> this person, Petra. Yeah. Whose name is, uh, I think it's, uh, it's an earth name. It means like a rock or some shit. Uh, so she gets put into foster care with... Uh, Isn't petrol like an oil thing? Petrol. Petrol. Oil. Yeah, the, I would assume they're from like the same... Re- Petra, I th- it's some language that it means rock. I mean, because I know like Italian, it's Pietra is rock. And it's really weird that I know that. It's uh, <laughs> a really weird well, specific saying, thing I know. Like, the whole oil is from bones ground down by rocks and like sitting festering mm-hmm. in the ground. So yes. I assumed her name has something to do with that. Uh, from just like maybe closing in on something. They well, they seem like they'd be from the same root word. Yeah, okay. shit inside dirt. Speaking of shit, she lives in a butthole that she made into a vagina. That, yep, that is a thing that happens. So she's, like, homeless, but it, it goes into why she's homeless. So she was put in an, uh, foster care, and her the foster mother was, like, one of those douchebag people who are just collecting checks, and they're taking as many foster kids as they can physically house uh, while being terrible. And then the, hus- the foster father was a lot nicer, but it's because he's a pedophile. And so she goes into, like... Well, she doesn't. That's one of the annoying things about these stories is that the narration's all third person. And so that's just sort of annoying. The narrator tells you that um, he tries to touch her at one point, and so she uses her powers on him and then runs away into Central Park, and then that's when she turns a butthole into a vagina. Yeah, because there's like a rock hole in the wall that looks like a butthole. She's like, I, <laughs> I don't know if I can fit in that. But let me turn it into a vagina. Let me loosen this up. A <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then she lives in the vagina. It was funny when that dude, um, that foster parent, like she puts him in the rocks or whatever The after he tries to touch her. 
she says, or the narration says, his eyes said he knew what she was. But he's actually saying it with his mouth. Yeah, he does. He's <laughs> yeah, like, you're muted. Like, his lips said it, not his eyes. No, his eyes literally spoke. There's <laughs> <laughs> the word bubble coming up. Like, what? Each one of his eyes is the orb. But yeah, that, I was just going to say he's the orb. Uh, so, anyway, she ends up, start, she starts to panhandle and steal and all the stuff, except for drugs and prostitution. They're very clear, well, vague, about the <laughs> prostitution thing, but very clear about the no drugs thing. Because, like, she won't resort to the stuff other people do for money. Yeah. And then also stealing. won't do drugs. So it's like, wait, you specified don't do yeah. drugs, so then what's the other thing? <laughs> but counterfeit diamonds? Hell yeah. Well, no, no, she makes real diamonds, right? That's her power. I it, mean, so... technically, the only real diamonds are owned by De Beers. <laughs> I don't even like SNL, but this makes me think of that stupid De Bears thing. But yeah. <laughs> it's like that dub thing with uh, champagne. Or it's like, oh. Oh, it's only yeah. champagne I mean, it's from France? <laughs> uh, technically, only uh, diamonds are from France if it's not from France and just sparkling rocks. Okay. But yeah. So she's like, I turned this piece of coal into a big-ass diamond. And a guy's like, that's a big-ass diamond. And he gives her a bunch of money for it. And she's like, sweet, I'm going to rent a motel room for an hour and take a shower. Like, you're definitely in, like, a fucking prostitution motel. Yeah, but she had to add a shower in two months. Smelled like So gross. Shit. Which, like, you can go to the YMCA. She's in New York. Yeah. They have homeless shelters. Just Well, she can't. She's a woman. They don't allow them young, in the YMCA. <laughs> young men's uh, what, recreation center. <laughs> Oh, no, YMC... Uh, what does it stand for again? Christian. That's what it is. Young Men's, Young men's Christian... Man, they gotta be real upset about that song. That's what I said. That's, <laughs> I said that exact thing to her, because there's a YWCA in Flint, and I was like, YWCA? She's like, yeah, like the YMCA, but for women. And I was like, oh, because I didn't think that the YMCA wasn't for women. And then it turns out, well, because, you know, Christians, they want... Men and women separated, I guess, because fucking, so you they know, don't like women. Uh, and it was, I, th- I thought it was so hilarious. Like, but the village people. <laughs> That's what you it's get. Good- <laughs> also, priests. That, you know what? They were probably, that was probably a uh, conscious decision then <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to have them. Um, anyway, so she gets ratted out. Uh, after she does the diamond thing a few too many times, even after she starts making them smaller and less conspicuous, uh, and then police just sort of show up uh, outside her vaginal hole in the rock. Did you say vaginal? <laughs> vaginal <laughs> hole. I thought you said vaginal hole. Vaginal hole. Vaginal yeah. hole. Is what it sounds Vaginal hole? No. Uh, so she shows up there and sees the police, and they're like, hey, you. And she's like, eat rocks. Literally, she throws a bunch of rocks at him, and then they tase her, and then she wakes up in a uh, somewhere that's obviously like a jail of some sort. Looks like an army medical tent. Is it? I, I just no, look she's like concrete not in walls. that. I'm saying the, the the way it's designed. Yeah, because oh. I know she's like in a psych ward or something, but it looks like uh, the way it's designed with the room and shit looks like just like a army medical tent or something. And there's like a guard, like a like a chubby lady who's a guard who's walking her, and she's like. Like, am I in a 
juvenile place or a jail. And she's like, no, you probably should be, though. But no, it's like so like cheerful scum. looking. <laughs> like like she's just like smiling on her face. It's like, oh, you. She isn't an, a YMCA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's like, no, nah, someone wants to talk to you. And she's like, all right. And then it ends there. Yep. And we spent 40 or 50 minutes on the first issue. Yeah, but that was so... A lot of stuff was going on in that one. My notes are a lot less for the rest of them. So, like, part two, uh, or issue two, O.N.E. is questioning the X-Men that are there. Like, how come we found your boy out here and a crash shuttle and a hand? What's going on? This ain't Houston. And they're like, yeah, we know it ain't Houston. It's New York. It's <laughs> like, why do I got this problem? <laughs> and they're like, can you just give us back our Wolverine? He's got mental issues. Trust us, you don't want to have him. <laughs> you don't want to get too close to him. He'll stab you right in the <laughs> fucking stomach. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, no, we're not going to give you that guy. We want answers. And they're like, we don't got answers for you. We want our guy. And finally they resort to, okay psychically do what we want well first they went wait a minute he's canadian oh yeah that's right <laughs> diplomatic immunity and they're like patriot act and they're like so we're terrorists to you and it's like we don't know what you are you're blue and furry <laughs> the beast kept trying to be like, you, the calmer head this whole time are you a monkey or are you a cat <laughs> pick one it's like i'm a lion <laughs> <You're Rawr>. <laughs> So they uh they end up brainwashing the guy to do what they say. Uh and he's like, give like he goes to a inferior officer and he's like, take these people to their Wolverine and give them back to them. And he's like, You sure? And he's like, Yeah. I'm like, alright. And then they're like, Hey, they don't have like any psychics on board the ship do they and they're like no nah, we scanned it and there's only the two of them they don't have psychic powers it's not in our sentinel files so it should be all good and they take wolverine and they go onto the ship and lo and behold emma frost is there and they're like oh that makes sense you psychically made him do what you wanted him to do and like yeah how did you get past the sentinels uh I can, plot hole yeah <laughs> i can I'll never use again I can, it turns out cameras have brains and right. make them not see me well, that would make her a lot more powerful if they actually used that. Yeah. She was able to use, like, their or their frequency, like, use a different frequency and travel along that frequency into the Sentinels, which is insane and never to be brought up again. No. <laughs> so then uh, Scott wakes up, and he's all, like, tied to a wall of dirt or stone or whatever, and so is uh, Rachel. And he's like, what, where are we? And she's like... Uh, but you don't got your visor on. And he's like, oh, no. I thought it was on. He's had such a stupid surprise face in this yeah. book. He's He has it like two or three times. Like, turns out I was Gambit all along. <laughs> you think he would know. Like, that'd be the first thing he thinks. Yeah, like, my face feels lighter. Yeah, like, because obviously his whole thing about being afraid of killing somebody at all times, you would think he'd think about his visor being on before he starts opening his eyes and killing everyone like, yeah. i could strangely see colors right now <laughs> right <laughs> right nothing's yellow <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say. Uh, fucking beat me to it anyway <laughs> uh back at the mansion 
they're trying to fix Rebro because it breaks every time someone has a brain gasm. And uh, Stop jerking off while using the machine. <laughs> I know. Tell that, that to those psychics. I know that's how Xavier used it. Right? He did it for his own issues. Uh, so they're <clears throat> they're trying to fix it, and Havoc's just standing there. And then he gets impatient, and he's just blowing shit up. And they're like, yo, what the fuck, man? And he's like, I need my brother. They're like, counterproductive. <laughs> and they're like, we're trying to fix the mutant-finding machine. We need to find your brother. We don't know where he is. You don't think that it would be a good idea for this machine to be fixed to find him? We're fixing stuff, and you're breaking stuff. Yeah. Go yeah. to your room, Alex. This is, this is exactly why Lorna fucked Bobby. <laughs> and he's like... Because he's chill. <laughs> no, but but he's like, we're wasting... We're, we're, we're just sitting on our hands doing nothing. We need to be out there. And they're like, out where? We need the thing that tells us where to go. Which he's the one sitting on his hands because they're actually doing something, and he's just there. Exactly. Well, he's trying to do the stranger. He's like sitting on his hands. He throws a straight temper tantrum like a little child, though. Not the first time. Yeah. Or the last time. Yeah. <laughs> it just really dumb out of nowhere. Uh, and then he storms out after they're like, yeah, after, so. after Beast is like, politely, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I'm the reasonable one. <laughs> he does tell him like a parent. He's got his hand outstretched, pointed. <laughs> Go to your room, Alex, and don't come out till you thought about what you've done. Yeah. Uh, and so he's walking in the hallway and then he starts seeing quote unquote ghosts. That's of the, the worst, past. Yeah, the worst ghost image. Yeah. Everybody else just sees him and like, no, come back. And he's like, again, my girlfriend's cheating on me in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He sees, he sees, uh, Lorna and Bobby and it's so great. Uh, Bobby saying that, like talking to Lorna before you, I was straight as an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> She says, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we wrote the first issue. Act, uh, anyway, um, so back to Rachel and Scott and, and Rachel's like, because she's talking about like her, her powers uh, really foggy, like they weren't working, but they're starting to work a little bit. And she starts sensing that Xavier was there and Cyclops is like, Xavier's here? And she's like, no, no, he was here. And he's like, well, what was he thinking? And she's like, it doesn't work like that. It's just impressions. Like, I know Xavier was here. And he's like, well, what does that mean? She's like, I don't know. (laughs) And he's like, well, then why are you saying it? (laughs) Like, he's basically trying to pull out any practical information from Rachel's senses. And then, like, it leads to nothing. And he's just like, then why? It's like, you know, when we get out of here, I'm going to train you without you using your powers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's fucked up. He kind of does beat women that way. (laughs) And like underage women. Underage men, too. Who was it? Hijack, uh, he did it. Oh, him. that's right. Yeah, he was hanging up Hijack. Uh, and the other dude. Yeah, the... Uh, Deeds, Mr. Deeds. Yeah, yeah Mr. Deeds. Uh, Benjamin. Yeah, Benjamin. I kept wanting to call him Brendan for some reason. <laughs> he doesn't look like Brendan. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> cracker ass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he... Th- I just thought that was funny because he... It, it's like, that must be so annoying to have to deal with people who are psychic... 
and they're like being super vague about what they're sensing and you're just like why are you saying anything then it's like someone who likes talking about horoscopes also weird that cyclops doesn't know how those work considering everybody close to him is a psychic yeah i feel like she did have information but he just wanted more well nothing that they could go off of it was just like xavier was here once that's information no not stuff he, he wanted to hear, though. Cyclops, like, Xavier could have been at a Starbucks once. Like, what was... <laughs> what well, matters a lot more. All that, that Xavier ties. being there proves that it's not the first time that two people were kidnapped and held there. <laughs> <laughs> it ties Xavier to this whole thing. Yeah. True. It does. It implicates him as, as being involved. And there are, they're looking for Xavier, so... Scott's <laughs> like, where is he? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so weird how vague it is. Like it's just a hunch. Just like, huh? You like? I feel like there was a wheelchair and a bald man. It has to be say, Xavier, right? That's gonna say there's tire tracks. I <laughs> use this place for something. I don't know. Teach kids sex dungeon. I don't know. <laughs> something. Teach kids in a sex dungeon. <laughs> One of those two things. Probably what he used it for. Uh. Anyway. But I feel like you'd have a diaper fetish. <laughs> like somebody has to change him. Uh, Vul- Vulcan uh, shows up and he gets in Scott's face basically. Just like, you don't know me, but I don't care. You're going to pay and this is punishment. And then it's like... And, and, then, and then Rachel is going to, you know, use because yeah. psychic powers. It's like, I'm not the hood, by the way. I know we're dressed the same, but I'm not him. But my eyes glow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does have good... So uh, do the hoods. Do they? <laughs> yeah. He's got good uh, dialogue, though. I like Vulcan's dialogue. He's yeah. like, I promise you one thing. I won't lie to you. And then Scott's like, what's your middle name? Where were you born? Where do you live? <laughs> He's like, whoa. I didn't say I'm answering questions. <laughs> <laughs> what's your middle name? I love that he wants to know his middle name before his first and last. <laughs> He's like, he tells him Christopher. <laughs> Christopher. My father's name is Christopher. <laughs> Are you Are Summers? You? <laughs> At least it's not Francis. Your <laughs> eyes glow. <laughs> He's like, I know it's a weird way to jump to conclusions, but anybody whose name has ever been close to mine, I've been related to. <laughs> <laughs> or who has vaguely psychic powers. There was an old man I saw once, questioned him about it. Turned out he was my son. <laughs> got the same mustache yeah no mustache (laughs) i love that idea that two completely shaven people are like we got the same facial hair (laughs) oh because that's how he uh figured out corsair might be his dad (laughs) he had that mustache like wait a minute this mustache looks oddly familiar. <laughs> I mustache you something. <laughs> I mustache you. <laughs> oh, this is the stupidest episode. <laughs> I mustache you. Who is your father? I don't know, some space I'll, pirate? I'll shave my questions <laughs> for later. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway... <laughs> So Nightcrawler. <laughs> uh, well, no. First, Vulcan mentions that, like, you know, Scott's there for punishment, um, but that he he threatens Rachel again, 
and is like, I, I can make her dead just as easy as the other guy. And then Scott realizes, okay, so he knows me but doesn't know us because he thinks he killed Wolverine. So he's starting to plan, like, all right, we we got information he doesn't have, so there's that. And now it's trying to trying to figure out what strategic advantage that that gives. Um, well, obviously being that like Logan's going to show back up at some point, and the guy's going to be at least surprised, like, oh shit, ah, I killed you. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> or are there, are there more of you? <laughs> and he's like, both. Yeah, <laughs> there's so many of me, bub. Uh, and then Banshee is on his way. He's in a plane, uh, and he's got the file that he found where uh, Moira's calling Xavier a dick and crying. Uh, and the uh, I don't even fucking know what I wrote there. God <laughs> damn, your fucking <laughs> handwriting is oh yeah. Garbage. Okay, so no, I I remember what it is. Because Vulcan went up to Rachel at this point also, and he grabbed her head, and it's sort of heavily implied that he's using her psychic powers to to go into the mind of others, and that's why they're seeing ghosts. So you start seeing all these characters are seeing ghosts in their past. Like, uh, for some reason, Colossus, like, his origin had to do with, like, the Red Room or something? Like, the Red Room was coming for Ilyana, maybe? Yeah, or... they, the, didn't the Red Room take Ilyana? Oh, I don't even remember. I didn't know about that. I thought she just grew up in hell. Yeah. Yeah, but she was a girl in Russia. Yeah, a seven-year-old girl. Yeah. Yeah. A girl in Russia. They, right. they took a... It's only one room. They can't hold all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier proves you can fit many children in one room. <laughs> but I think they just kidnapped, like, little girls... I think the Red Room trained you up from when you were, like, a small child. But was she in AV... Trained. Yeah, in AVX... I know, but they would want to take her. Right, but in AVX, uh, that was, like, the thing between her and um, uh, Black Widow, right? Black Widow was like, well, I was brought up in the Red Room. Because she was like, I was raised in Limbo. And they, like, pitted, Stabby, like... Stabby. And then she's yeah. like, and I am all the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I am all the Jedi. <laughs> anyway, uh, they they all start having those sorts of visions, all the, the X-Men. Um, and you see that, like, Vulcan's, like, just using Rachel's psychic powers to induce it all. Um, and then he goes from that to just chilling in the Blackbird, and he's, like, listening to uh, Banshee talk to Kurt. Because magnets, <laughs> no radios. Because a blackbird, hey, he doesn't know how they work. <laughs> if you don't know how something works. It's probably magnets. Uh, the blackbird would be patched into whatever radio system Kurt's using, and uh, Banshee is uh, talking to Kurt, and he's like, "I'm gonna give you all the details to my fucking flight," which is weird. Because, like, he could just be like, I'm going to land at this airport. And then they could just go to that airport. Instead, he gives them, like, coordinates or whatever. Yeah, like, that's weird. Yeah. <clears throat> and Vulcan's writing it all down. <laughs> so, then Wolverine like, and Nightcrawler. Repeat that. repeat that. I need a pen. Hold up. <laughs> going in the back. Oh, no. All right. I jumped ahead of myself. Uh, chasing ghosts is what I wrote. I, now I realize it. He didn't use, uh, Vulcan didn't use Rachel yet. 
He uses her for Emma. He he uses uh, her later. Banshee mentions, like, I feel like I was chasing ghosts. And then Nightcrawler's like, ghosts? You say? Ghosts? <laughs> no, just a regular kind. <laughs> and, I mean, he uh, might be using her. It doesn't say otherwise. To give those people the memories. Right. But yeah, because they, they show it they directly up, later. Did, I thought they showed up before, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I know it's weird, but comics, I guess. Because I don't know, know why specifically it's all happening, but then you see Vulcan Stay tuned later. For part two, when hopefully we'll know why. Yeah, what I said actually <laughs> happens in the next issue. But uh, anyway, so while Wolverine and Nightcrawler are sort of racing in a Jeep to the airport, that's when Nightcrawler's like, so like, I was chased by ghosts, and I thought then he mentioned something about ghosts, and then I saw a weird look on Havoc's face, like he just saw Bobby say that he was fucking Lorna to Lorna, and that he used to be straight. <laughs> I've seen that look on his face before. Uh, and so he gets it's it every time definitely he ghosts, or fighting ghosts here. It's really weird. And Wolverine's like, all right, yeah, whatever, but either way, we got to hurry up and get to this airport. And they're like, hey, look, planes. <laughs> yeah, basically. They're like, hey, isn't that the Blackbird? And he's like, what? <laughs> and then uh, Banshee. Wolverine says he saw a ghost too, Gene. Yeah, that's right. He, he brings up Gene. Which is before Rachel. Yeah. He might be, yeah, but they might be using Rachel <laughs> so, to amplify two people that she knows, whereas they were right in front of Vulcan, so he could have just. I think himself. Vulcan. I think the ghosts are real. <laughs> no, I think Vulcan's using a different power. That's allowing him to do it, and then he uses Rachel to amplify the power. Yeah, well, because Rachel probably has a connection with those people, because they're so far away. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, Banshee sees the Blackbird is coming at the plane, and he's like, oh, shit. Well, I gotta save all these people. And he jumps out, and he proceeds to try to have a screaming match <laughs> with a jet, and it doesn't he, work out. He, more people, He would have saved more people if he ran away. Because <laughs> he did not do anything to help I think he's anyone. got no power right now. It's like well, running had, out. Yeah. yeah. And plus some douchebag's like, hey, the seatbelt sign's on. <laughs> <laughs> Banshee gets up and starts messing with his bags and he's got some dude next to him talking shit. Uh, yeah, so Banshee fights the Blackbird and he loses. <laughs> Badly. That was such a horrible way to die. Yeah. He just jumps out and face first right into a Blackbird. <laughs> There's, it's sort of like he... Because he does that and he's like... This was a bad idea. <laughs> and it's immediately it's like no impaled and yeah, explodes. Turns out his scream was fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much exactly what it was. Yeah. Uh, and ironically, the story, the short story to follow, is about Darwin, the man who can't die from planes. At least. Yeah. He can only die from plot. <laughs> from racism and pl- plot. Uh. So. Yeah, Darwin's story is basically, you know, he's a little mutant boy who his father's like, you're a monster. I couldn't have made you. I'm out of here. And so then his mother hated him because she's like, well, I'm not going to abandon you, but also like, fuck you because your dad abandoned us because you're a freak. So you're a freak and I don't like you. Yeah. So go, go be smart. And for all they know, he just has like alopecia. (laughs) <laughs> like he's just a kid who like has no hair anyway. he does look just like Charlie Villanueva he's got long arms and a big head yeah just, but like he's a kid big. so like yeah. kids always have big heads compared to their body and so 
long arms is the only thing. Like monkey bar champion over here. Like Matthew McConaughey has <laughs> short arms. Yeah. And he's not like a freak to society. He's fairly successful. Matthew McConaughey? Fairly. Yeah. He's a freak. <laughs> he's a freak. Yeah. He, he does like Lincolns too much. He's Southern. That makes him liking Lincolns even weirder. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he ends up being kind of a genius. And his mom's like, oh, for real? He's really smart? Well, then, are there schools that are willing to house him and feed him instead? And pay and, me? In fact, yeah. Are That's there schools suspicious. that would pay me to take him? How much can I get for this little bitch? Right. <laughs> and, and Darwin's like, and this is the happiest day of my life. <laughs> when my mother is so Sold proud me. of me and is basically selling me. <laughs> How much do you think I could get for him? His... His happiness, too, is creepy as fuck. When you look at the, the child Darwin and the way he's smiling at his mother's happiness in the last panel on that page is like... When you don't have eyebrows, every time you <laughs> smile, it looks sinister. Well, I mean, even his lips is sort of like he's, he's trying to be polite next to someone who's just farting real bad. <laughs> It's over. Eyebrows fall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that was weird. And then, so he goes to the, sc- the boarding school, and then he's picked on, and they dunk his head underwater, and then he's like, I could breathe underwater. But like the shit gets in the gills. <laughs> oh, that was pretty dope, though, like that scene. He gets a, a swirly, and then he's like, I realize I can breathe underwater. Yeah. <laughs> Toilet water. <laughs> Tastes like shit in here. <laughs> and then he, they, they pull him up, and then he just beats up the bullies because his skin gets real hard uh and then <laughs> they never pick on him again turns out he's into that kind of thing uh and then he goes home and his mom fell asleep with a cigarette and she lights the house on fire and then he saves his mom and he's fine yeah which yeah that's why she definitely tried to kill him yeah because he's there <laughs> they they specifically say that he doesn't even come back for every holiday because she don't want him there. So he's like there for maybe Christmas every year. And she she just happens to burn the house down that one day. Yeah. It was so suspicious because she's like, she had fallen asleep with the cigarette. She, it looks like she's laying on the middle of the living room floor. Yeah. Who's sleeping like that? And she's in a suit in the middle of the living room floor. Because she's paid, bruh. I guess you can do whatever you want when you're rolling in the dough. Yeah. How else are you supposed to roll in the dough if not on the floor? <laughs> That's why the <laughs> cigarette fell on the money in it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anyway uh darwin they're like well this kid's obviously fucking crazy in so many ways we got to study him so he starts getting studied by a bunch of scientists and they're like hey you're a mutant and he's like you know what that makes sense <laughs> i never knew i can adapt to that but i always knew it's crazy <laughs> he's like i just didn't have a word for it but i always knew it was something people hated and feared um <laughs> uh, and then uh, he gets rejected by his mom again. She slaps him in the face because he's a freak. Because uh, no son of hers is a mutie, so he can't be her son. It's like, did you not? Like, it was your vagina, right? Yeah. Like you had to have. You seen it? No, you seen it. <laughs> the stork brought you. He, he was always bald and hairless. <laughs> Mister Sinister dropped him off. <laughs> uh, and so then he tries to kill himself. But then, of course, his body won't even let him kill himself. And but he has the, he still has the epiphany. Oh, this was a bad idea, as he goes to do it, and then he lands perfectly because his bones get all light and hollow and 
like he stretches and elongates and he becomes springy. And he's all like, I even almost bounced. Or the narrator's like, bounce. he even almost bounced. Yeah. Which, when you do jump off of a building, you do bounce. That's not like a thing unique to him. No, but that he didn't. Like, he adapted to yeah. the drop so well that, like, he just absorbed it all and was cool. He just chill. He just did a real deep squat. <laughs> yeah, definitely below parallel right there. <laughs> yeah. He, like, he jumps off and below just parallel. Pulls, pulls his groin. Uh, it's getting a deep, man. Yeah. Uh, and then he, the principal's all like, hey, bud, I know you tried to kill yourself. Good thing you didn't. Uh, and it's not so bad. There's a nice lady who wants to talk to you. And he's like, oh, really? And that's the end of that. Yeah. It's so much better, though, with the nice lady. Savior and makeup. Because <laughs> 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 I, I stopped letting him take kids, so he just dresses up. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's implied, right? You think it's Xavier yeah. with uh, Petra. Because they just say someone. And then in this, they're like, it's a lady. And you're like, oh, a lady. She's a lady. So it's so much better because when it's Xavier, you're like, oh. And you know, I didn't even think Moira at first. I thought Jean for some reason. I thought Xavier just sent Jean. Yeah. They, they'll listen to you. They stopped giving me children a long time ago. <laughs> they put me on some kind of list. I'm telling you, he's a, but it's Xavier, but he has like a wig on and he's putting makeup on in the mirror. They've blackballed me, those bastards. <laughs> We'll see who's laughing at who. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, my name is Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that sounds so right. Scott's like, can't you just use your powers, delicious. Xavier? What? Use my powers on innocence? I would never. Plus this lipstick looks great on me. Uh, Alright, so issue three. Uh, Logan... Is telling Beast about Banshee, basically. He's just like, so you know our boy? <laughs> He's not fireproof. No. Turns out fire does beat him flying. <laughs> He's, He's not blackbird proof. Beast is looking like he needs a meal. And Beast, he's like, uh, hold up, I hear something on the roof. And, and Wolverine's like, no, 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 you gotta listen to me. It's not just that his plane went down and that that's terrible. Uh, and Beast sees it's all of like a bunch of sentinels and... O-N-E showing up. He's like, I've been trying to tell you anything you got that you don't want O-N-E to find, hide it. Flush your stash. <laughs> because it was the Blackbird that brought down know, Maybe you open with that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, he's like, there was a plane crash. And he's like, okay. Banshee was on it. Oh, why didn't you leave with that? And he's like, yeah, well, it was with the Blackbird. He's like, you gotta lead with the important stuff first. Yeah. Uh, and Beast's like, well, it's too late. Oh, and he's here, and they're, they're bursting in. Um, and then back to Vulcan, and this is when he uses Rachel, and then everyone starts seeing their, their ghost stuff. Which is uh, some more dope, uh, I was going to say lyrics, <laughs> dialogue from uh, Vulcan, because uh, Rachel's like, oh, his, his powers are wearing off. I can start to think now. He's like, yeah, because I'm completely incompetent, right? He just shows up like he was willingly letting her powers come back. Yeah. She thought they were getting the jump on him. Uh, and then he, he pulls her down from the wall he has her, like, strapped to. And then Scott's like, don't hurt her. And he's like, I'm not going to hurt her. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm just going to use her. And, like, siphons her power. And then, yeah, everyone gets haunted because ghosts. And uh, then back to O&E, 
infiltrating the mansion, just like questioning them. Where's your blackbird? Where's your blackbird? Oh, we'll tell you where it is. In a plane. <laughs> also, in a domestic plane in pieces. Could O&E have a more generic name that tells you nothing about like what kind of government agency they do? Right? They're just the... The Office, uh, office of, of National, National Emergency. Emergency. Yeah. yeah. Like, what does that do? Well, it's mutants. The mutants are a national emergency. They just take care of, like, it's like, President needs us to go after mutants? Done. He needs a glass of water? Done. Anything. That's kind of, <laughs> like, that's one of the things that is a little upsetting. Because I am an Iron Man fan, but, like, O&E's created under him. Like, when he's, like, controlling things. And I know it's not directly created from him, but, like... It's still like he's the guy in charge, and someone under him made O and E, and he's like, "Yeah, right, yeah, that's cool." They're not gonna mind, right? Sentinels, just <laughs> it's watching. They're guarding them. They're spe- protecting them. Speaking of Iron Man, it is really weird how like a lot of these uh, organizations in the Marvel universe <clears throat> like take out plans that have nothing to do with what their name is, like advanced idea mechanics. Uh-huh. As like an idea of like we're gonna kill the president. <laughs> so, like that's. <laughs> That it's not that advanced. The mechanics of that idea are very advanced. <laughs> We're gonna rule the world. But yeah, the fact that they use sentinels is kind of a slap in the face. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, they're like, "You're Blackbird. You're mess. You did this. You're in trouble." And then they're like, "It was stolen." Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't our Blackbird. Like we, I mean, it was our Blackbird, but like yeah. they, someone else used it and crashed it into the plane. And they're like, you want us to believe that the X-Men couldn't stop someone from taking the Blackbird? And then uh, Emma's like, we were fucking trying. Like, we're, we're looking for him. You're getting in the way, you, you idiot. Yeah, and like, then Kitty saves everybody by just literally being a white woman. Yeah, she's doing, like, I reported it stolen. <laughs> yeah, doing what all white women do and just calling the police. You clearly didn't read the reports. <laughs> she's like, I also have a ticket in here about some kids in a lemonade stand. <laughs> Report- Without a permit? <laughs> she reported Petra. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, Sa- no, Sally. <laughs> Sally and Petra. The corpse is on her hands. <laughs> oh, I thought it was Sally and Shelly. Both of them. <laughs> Petra was hanging out with them. They, she was a supplier at Diamonds. Uh, anyway. So, uh, Havoc, still seeing ghosts himself... He uh he sees Xavier and Corsair talking and they're like Hey Space Pirate, I know you're their dad and he's like, How you know I'm their dad? And he's like, Well, I I could read your mind, man. Also, your brain's a lot like Scott's brain, so I guess, you know, I saw your big bug room is what I'm getting at. <laughs> <laughs> also, you've been mumbling about your two children. Coming out of an aer- <laughs> or a helicopter, or fuck airplane. No, sorry, yeah, airplane. and I saw your mustache. <laughs> just their mustache. So lots of reasons, really, why I know you're their dad, but they must never know you're their dad. And he's like, "All right, change your name." <laughs> uh, so weird that Alex saw that specifically, um, and then yeah, so Kitty show, shows that the <laughs> the report. That it was stolen, and then uh, they're like, geez, Emma, you weren't helping situations, being all angry and yelling at them, and she's like, sorry, I'm just irritated because someone's been trying to get into my brain. Yeah, more a beast, like, trying to calm the situation. Yeah. Because like, she, 
was clearly being a dick. And he's like, whoa, she's not saying that. Because she says, so maybe you fuckwits can go chase your tails elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, Emma, what she means is, we're all a bit in shock here. Yeah. <laughs> we're all a bit shook. You fuckwits. <laughs> fuckwits. Uh, so Wolverine and Kurt, uh, they start searching the wreckage. And Kurt's like, can you uh, smell anything? And he's like, oh, I mean, it's all just just what the rock is cooking. <laughs> It's it's all covered up by jet fuel and burning bodies, and they're like, all right, <laughs> which we know doesn't melt steel beams. <laughs> Did you just go nine eleven on us? Yeah. I didn't bring nine eleven to this. The airplanes brought nine eleven. <laughs> Patriot um, Act airplanes. This book predicted nine eleven five years after it happened. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> uh, anyway. So, they uh, they find Banshee's body, which is remarkably intact. And they're like, he must have gone through the windshield oh, of a Blackbird. They didn't show first. you the front, which is just covered in glass cuts. Well, yeah. I'm just saying, like, it's not ripped apart, you know. And then, is this the point where he dies and then doesn't come back until he's like a zombie? Yeah. In uh, Rosenberg's run? Interesting. Because I know he comes back briefly um, during... Uh, fuck, what is it? Fear Itself, I think? Or, no, not Fear Itself. He gets hit by another plane. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a there's a, a small crossover where a bunch of dead X-Men come back. Phoenix Resurrection. No, it was before Phoenix Resurrection. Oh, he, he is was, in that, he was in the diner. But he was in that, too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was the Cassidy that I thought was Carnage. Oh, yeah. Alright, so anyway. Uh, they... They find his body, and then Vulcan... Done using Rachel, like, Rachel then goes to psychically attack him, and then he, like, psychically attacks her first, and then physically attacks her, and Scott's like, you said you wouldn't hurt her. <laughs> and he's like, I lied. But also, she she, she forced my hand. She, she made a move. It. Yeah. And also, like, all she did was kind of look at him, you know? Like, but again, psychic, so whatever. Um, And then, back to... uh. That's when he kind of states that, like, she was stronger than he had anticipated. Right. Like, that she's not helpless. Right. She may be more like the original Marvel girl than he had suspected. And then uh, Wolverine finds uh, Moira's A-Track player who <laughs> <laughs> survived the crash. And he's like, I think uh, I think this is it. And Kurt's like, why do you think that? And he's like, because well, it, it says... Moira McTaggart on it. Muir Island. Yeah, because yeah. you're like, we'll never find it in this wreckage. It's like a perfectly pristine briefcase that says Muir Island on it. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Uh, it's like, may contain tapes. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, they get that uh, and take that back to uh, the mansion. Meanwhile, uh, Rachel gets put back up on that wall, and she's talking to Scott, and she's like, so when I attack, because Scott was like, "You did great. You're you're a lot like Gene, you know, because you you fought back." <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't base anything else on her because she dies a lot. So. <laughs> uh, Maybe try to be less like Gene. <laughs> but then uh, she's like, "So I I was in his brain for a second when he was using mine, and uh, he knew Xavier, and not just knew him." He trained with Xavier, and Scott's like, what? Yeah, another shocked look. 
and then back to the uh, the tape. They're playing it, and it's Moira crying, and she's like, "He fucking he took my kids, and he got them killed. That rat bastard." And she's crying, and because you know Xavier's a dick, yep. for so many reasons. This is a really big, big reason. Guys, yeah, is a big uh, one of the reasons why Cyclops is so mad at him during like the Utopia. Era. Yeah, yeah, is well, finding all this out. It's also Xavier's thing. Yeah, Keep kidnapping children and turning them into kids. soldiers. Yeah, yeah, he's Coney. <laughs> uh, anyway, so then we're introduced to Sway, who from uh, the fucking Sway radio show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh she's a a girl who was with her parents and then just like a gang drives by and shoots at them for no apparent reason and she doesn't die because her powers manifest and so she stops the bullets she thinks but then she learns that like she didn't Stop the bullets, stop the bullets. She stopped time, but like right in front of her to stop the bullets. Uh, actually, I don't know how I felt about this one. It was a really kind of convoluted story. She swayed were... the bullets over to her parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were only aiming at her. <laughs> That's so fucked up. Uh, but yeah, like the police are all like, we don't understand. Like they shot over a hundred rounds. Your parents are dead. That makes sense. You not being dead. That doesn't make sense. Because nobody ever survives a drive-by. Well... They shouldn't have. I don't know if you know this, but drive-by shooters, notoriously bad at aiming. Yeah, but they shot a hundred rounds. Yeah. So, like, they kind of, they stopped <laughs> to shoot and then drove back off. Well, the reason why it was weird is because, uh, yeah, she didn't actually stop the bullets. She stopped them in time and then walked out of the way and then all the bullets. Yeah, because they were still on the wall. Yeah, where she would have been standing. So, they thought it was weird that, you know, there wasn't like that, you know... Funny outline, body outline where no bullets hit the wall. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. like, maybe she ducked. <laughs> so then she ends up getting trapped kind of in her own powers where she, because her powers like are twofold. She can stop time, but then she could also kind of go back in time herself. But it just seeing like uh, ghost images. I wonder if this is going to come around. <laughs> um, uh, where she's seeing things in history play out around her that have already happened. And she uh, then it uses that to follow where the the group of people who killed her parents came from to know where they were. And then uh, she tells the police they show up and then those guys try to kill the police and she stops the bullets then like stop well stops time again, moves the bullets from the police and then they're able to arrest the people and then, a uh, guy's like, hey, so you're a mutant. Great power set. Turns out someone wants to meet you. It's Moira McTaggart. Also, because her powers are like twofold, I, how hilarious. She's like, all right, f- froze the bullets. Gonna unfreeze them now. She unfreezes them, but at the same time, she sends a cop back in time to where he's standing right in front of it. <laughs> <laughs> so she undoes what she just did? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, fuck. They get all shot up. Yeah. yeah. She's not reversing time. No, no. She's personally traveling back in time. No, she just saw an of. imprint of what happened. Like a replaying of a tape because she was in the present time. Yeah, no. She's she's like in... Uh, like... She's... 
she's traveling through the time stream without physically being present in it. So she's seeing all the stuff happen yeah, wherever watching, she goes. Yeah, watching a tape of the past. Exactly, but like living That's in a it. Shit yeah. power. <laughs> Just start continuously recording the last like thirteen seconds or whatever. Well, it worked good for her. Yeah, what well, it doesn't say that it's limited to like the last thirteen seconds. It's like that one chick from Agents of Shield though, who like. Can, has super speed, but she always ends up right back. Oh, yo-yo? Yeah. Yeah. So, like... You just she, shoot to where she was, and you're going to hit her at some point? Oh. Yeah. yeah. She can never, like, move from that. That's like, nice. she's always going to go... Like, she can run at you and take away your gun, but if there's already a bullet moving, it's going to hit you. That's a nerf, if I ever heard one. Yeah, she gets her arms chopped off, like, real fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> but no, I thought that was pretty cool, because that... But the real question is, why was she there? Because she called the cops, like, oh, they're here, and normally a cop would be like, yeah, you need to leave, because we're about to have a big old shootout right here. Because comics, bruh. Yeah. Like, cops it's just really a short story about. to introduce the, the character's power set. She had a cool power set, though. I yeah. mean, they all did. Darwin's was my favorite. And, I mean, you think about it, <clears throat> unkillable, um, earth manipulation, seeing uh, time remnants... Like, we're seeing all that play out, obviously, that these characters have been introduced, but we only see one character uh, in Vulcan. So, you know, does that have anything to do with each other? Yes. Maybe not. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's that's the first three issues right there. You're saying Vulcan has one of those powers? No, I'm saying Vulcan has all those powers. How? Comics. He didn't manipulate any buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> no, he fucking he grabbed. He used the Earth to grab the shuttle so it didn't crash when it came down. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. He didn't manipulate its butthole. Every <laughs> ship has a butthole. And we have social media that you should go like, follow our pages: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Everything yeah. is at Maxman Podcast. Now we actually show up if you type in Maxman Podcast. Oh. Oh, that's awesome. Try it out. See if it's true. <laughs> yeah. Or just click the link in the description. But you already listened to this, so you listen on whatever things you're listening to. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, there's all sorts of stuff to buy. Um, do that. Search. Look Look at it. What Devin's trying to look say is... stuff, and you can buy it. There we have onesies. items available on Tee Public. There, there are... Uh, yeah. There are onesies. There are yeah. mugs. You let it off good. I was hoping you would. <laughs> tapestries tapestries if you don't have a baby you should buy a onesie and put it on a stuffed animal and if you don't have one you should cover buy a yeah animal. cover your animal's butthole oh yeah with a onesie put it on your dog or something that'd be hilarious i legal wants me to tell you guys that we can't have people covering up animals buttholes Why? no no your stuffed animals your 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 teddy bears he your... said animals Fully, okay yeah <laughs> don't, don't cover onesies. up an animal's butthole <laughs> onesies have butt flaps it's all right you just unbutton the butt the flaps. dog can't unbutton that <laughs> you unbutton it for the dog you're not supposed to put a dog in pants <laughs> it's unnatural if you have a monkey maybe a monkey might be a good idea if you have a monkey you should send us a picture of that monkey wearing our onesie yeah <laughs> Oh, and so many other cool things. Things for your wall. Things for the back window of your car. Things for the side window of your car. Things for your chest so it's not bare and your boobies aren't out. Uh, uh, things for uh, anything a sticker can go on. So anything. <laughs> so anything. Anything. Except your skin. But you can tattoo our logo on you if you want. 
I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But you could, and nobody's gonna stop you. Uh, but we need those uh, water tattoos, you know. Uh, temporary tattoos. We need. That would be awesome to have. I don't know if we have uh, technology to pull that off. But yeah, link for everything is in the description <laughs> uh, for the T Public, for all the social media, for the YouTube, and uh, that's for today.